This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Oh, hello there, weary travelers. Multiple. Wow, there's a lot of you. Okay. I'm figuring it out. I'm new here. I'm new. I don't know what's... But I understand you guys are in the middle of a story. Ah, yes. Let me open this great dusty tome to which I am chained. All right. Page 60-something. Here we are. Oh, wow. Okay, you guys are way into this story. Looks weird, but hey, who am I to judge? I'm a freak in a graveyard chained to a book. It's Rude Tales of Magic. I, I believe. I'm brand new. I think it's called Root Tales of Magic. All right, good. Let's go. <clears throat> Welcome back to Rude Tales of Magic. The dead speak. Somehow, Miracle Michael has returned. Ha <laughs> ha. Just kidding, idiot. He's still dead. <laughs> Our heroes have freed the Sasquatches from his spell, liberating all of them to return to their lives of free-spirited and rootless solitude. Many of them have already loped off into the woods, but a few are still hanging around the woods beyond the woods. We open now, in those very same woods beyond the woods. The enormous, hollowed-out Sasquatch foot hangs suspended by money, I'm, I'm sorry, rope, about 20 feet in the air. You got it, sir? Yeah, just tell me when, and I'll start running around. Okay, uh, still holding onto the rope, so, um, whenever you're ready. Okay. Hello. Pour the honey on my downy feathers. I, it's hard to throw because it's a very thick... Pour the honey, Bellow! Bellow goes to throw the honey all over Stir Fry, but instead it just sort of boops out and falls all over his chest. Oh, yeah. It, like, uh, make a charisma roll. <laughs> uh, with, <laughs> with advantage for Alfie. <laughs> that's that's a 12. A 12. Uh, not your best. It, it looks like food is on you. Bellow wipes it off of his chest and then, like, uses his hand and just, like, presses it down on Stir Fry's head. So just, I feel I've been establishing some boundaries that you are crossing now, friend. I'm just getting the honey on you, bro. Yeah, I... Oh, just fuck. let him do it. It's cool. Don't do not make me a part of this. Stir fry backflips, honeyed up, uh, and then under that giant foot starts running around, going, "Ooh, look at me! I'm covered in honey! Ooh, look at me! I'm covered in honey!" Make a performance roll. Gladly. <laughs> oh, no. Fail. Critical fail. Critical yeah. fail. All right. Um, yeah, you're running around saying, "Look at me! Look at me! I'm covered in honey!" And uh, uh, you fall in a hole. Are <laughs> <laughs> you okay? It's four feet deep. Please, I'm stuck in a hole. Frederick is watching this entire scene from about fifty feet away, uh, hiding in a tree. Damn it, Stephanie! I trusted you in this moment. Get out of there. Stirfry takes off his beak and then starts uh, catching the honey in it like an ice cream cone. He then raises it above his head and starts uh, uh, um, shaking it around going, Honey in a cup, honey in a cup, honey in a cup. Wait, Stirfry, maybe I can help spread the aroma. 
and Bellow begins to spin around faster and faster, moving the air, the honey, the honey-scented air through the forest. Yeah, it, wait, uh, Joe, I, I need a little more info here. What's happening as, as Bellow is spinning? What's going on with his body? Bellow starts out spinning just like a normal guy would right. just spin around in a forest. I right. know what that looks like. But yeah. then he begins to spin at what you can only describe as dizzying speed. <gasps> Oh, I, I don't mind if I do. Okay, Bello, you're spinning at, at dizzying speed. Yeah. Something strange is happening. Is, is your 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 head? What's ha- what's happening here? Actually, that's that's. It's important you mention that because Bello's uh, torso and head sort of appear continue to appear stationary, but all the way down from there becomes almost like a tornado. Oh my God! You're, so your lower body is a tornado, but your upper body is stationary. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, Alcatraz. He just like he rubs his eyes. Um, they're like they're pink and just sort of uh, not pink eye pink though. They're just like sort of stoned pink. And he like he rubs his eyes and he takes his hand away. He goes, he's doing it. He's stimulating with the best of them. It's natural. Whoa, 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 yeah. Um, and it does, you're creating winds and you're moving them around and you're, you're spreading the scent of this honey all around the woods beyond the woods and you, you hear a, a rustling coming from the bushes. Is it, am I hearing what I think I'm hearing? It's a bush. <laughs> uh, in bear, Cordelia calls out, honey tornado. And in bear, you hear honey tornado as uh, a, a, an enormous brown bear crashes through uh, the brush. This, this bear is much, much bigger than your typical bear. It's about the size of one especially large Sasquatch. It moves through uh, the bushes and it sees this this uh, this honey in a cup, as Stir Fry described it. It smells it first and then it sees it and it begins charging forward, roaring. And Cordelia, what you hear is honey in a cup, honey in a cup. Okay, I'm keeping it up. I'm keeping it above the hole. Uh, tell me when it gets closer. I'm scared. Pretty close, Sturf. I'm not scared anymore, because my friends are here. I just like to pretend I'm scared sometimes to see what you all do. Is that fucked up? I like to pretend I'm scared to see what you all do. Drop the cup. Okay, Sturf, I drops the cup to the bottom of the hole. And at the same time, Cordelia um, loosens her hands on the money, I mean the rope, and then the, the foot drops. And the foot... It drops 20 feet out of the air, and it uh, doesn't, doesn't have far to drop, actually, because it's 20 feet in the air, and there's an enormous, uh, big Sasquatch-sized bear, and it hits the bear, knocking the bear over. But when the bear lands and hits the ground, it's no longer a bear. Not a bear at all. It's an enormous brown Sasquatch. Leafy green surprise has been hit by this this first Sasquatch foot energy and been transformed. Just as the Sasquatches earlier, the the the, the dawn before, as soon as they touched the uh, the Sasquatch foot, their their hair was clean and their teeth were cleaned. Uh, this bear is transformed back into its original form of leafy green surprise, the Sasquatch. She looks around, confused, and says, Whoa, man, I was a bear. Yay! Welcome back! God, thank God. That was a trip. Up in the tree, uh, De Bonesby nods quietly. Good, good. And then he looks at his left hand, which is covered in white pig shit. And he says, me smarter than you. Yeah, the, the hand is just like, it's covered in just completely white pig shit. It smells, aw- it's shit, dude. It smells terrible. Yeah, man, I know. Yeah, dude, no, no, we got some shit smellers in this cast. We know it don't smell so good. Yeah, we, we don't know how the other half lives, never smelling shit. No, we know what shit <laughs> smells like. Uh, and so do the flies that are forming, uh, uh, just sort of buzzing around your hand. Uh, some of them land on the hand and they're just sort of crawling across it. It's, it's gross. It's disgusting. But one 
one of the flies, uh, it ingests some of the shit. This is what the flies do. I hate, you know, I hate to break any hearts out there, but the flies, when they're landing on the shit, they're eating the shit. And one of these flies, as soon as it eats the shit, it transforms from a fly back into a man. <laughs> I'm free! I'm free! I'm finally The curse has been lifted! I'm no longer a fly! I'm a human being! Who's a serial killer? That's right, I'm the Prince of Pain! <laughs> I'm completely nude! Time to crawl down the tree and continue killing! Wait! No, it's too late, goodbye! And he's off into the woods. The price of shit. Price of shit on the hand. Uh, meanwhile, back down on the ground, uh, Leafy Green Surprise is looking around. You, wherever you wouldn't go, man. People sort of started just like packing up. It seems like the whole the whole vibe is kind of over. Oh, that's a shame. I was having a good time. All right, well. I'll just continue living alone in the woods <laughs> right on. Yeah, it seems like what everyone else was going to do. Oh, sure, sure. Well, I, I hate to go with the flow, but if the flow's going where I'm going, I'm not going to change that just to stick out and be unique. That's what a child does. And she just begins <laughs> loping off into the woods. Wait. She looks back. What? Is there anyone you wanted to say goodbye to? There were a lot of people I wanted to say goodbye to. But instead of saying goodbye... I'll just keep them in my heart. And she continues walking off. Bello looks up where he knows DeBonesby is hiding. That's part of what I find attractive about her. Okay. She looks up and there's a sparkle in her eye and she says, Wow, man, if I focus, I can almost hear his voice on the wind, shouting impatiently. She continues walking off into the woods. Bello looks down at his chest, which still has a bunch of honey on it. Very sticky substance. He looks at Albie. Can you help me get some of this off? Yes, yes. Albie, yeah, Albie's, Albie's on it. Stripper hops out of the hole. He puts that, uh, that beak that he was using as a cup back on his face, but still covered in honey. <clears throat> How did I do, Cordelia? Fabulous. Encore. Encore? Yeah. Encore? Stripper looks at his core. Do I need do I need to work on my core? No, people were saying it during the talent show when they wanted more. Oh, like a performance. Yes. I do need to work on my core though. Have you noticed this recently? No, I think your core looks lovely. Does it? Stir fry flexes. Okay, alright. So um when did you learn to do that spinning thing? Albie's using the smallest possible napkin to like barely wipe the honey off the fellow. Actually, like a a few weeks back. When we were in Brian Doyle's Falls, my, like, lower half of my body got disconnected from the upper half of my body. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. And, like, after that, I don't know. It's like I unlocked some new way of tapping into my body as a whole. And I don't know. It's like it's like there was a spin inside me all along. Oh, do you think I could do that with my hand? Maybe. Albie uh, concentrates on her bony right hand. And nothing happens. Yeah, Albie, uh, your your brain is just like sending all of this information down there, but there's just no nerve endings. It's just a skeletal hand. Nothing, nothing's connecting. Yeah, it's like spin, brello, spin, torso. How he do that, and it look good. I like it. Good job. Congrats. Thank you, you for spinning. Do you want me to spin you? Yes. Bello picks up Albie and he starts spinulating. Oh my God, Be- uh, J- Joe! Please describe what that what happens there. I mean, this is this is completely yeah, wait, is this brand new territory for me. Yeah, do you kill her? What happens? <laughs> do I need to out? leave? Bello, Bello uh, sort of cradles Albie in his arms, uh, and the same thing happens. His his lower half of his body begins to form a tornado, and he just sort of like like moves around the forest floor. 
little like bits of rock and twigs and leaves they just like kick up around you and they spin around and around creating just this like this dust cloud and this dirt cloud around you this tiny small contained tornado just from the waist down uh, as you just you move about swiftly like the wind and Alcatraz is going to look at you he's going to sort of he's going to elbow Cordelia and be like, see look he's a spinulator I didn't talk to you about it but he is no it's pretty cool actually he's just spinning some people spin and some people don't do you do that, Dad? I can do it a little bit. Watch this. And he just, like, he, you see as he, uh, he starts spinning his hand, and it just moves at the wrist. And it begins going around and around and around and around. He goes, I broke it when I was a kid, and it just oh. healed weird. Oh. I can't do it like that guy does, though. That guy's, he's blessed. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever tried? Yeah, I have. I've tried all sorts of stuff. Basically, I try to live by the rule that there's nothing I won't try once. It's mostly served me pretty well, except when I got stabbed in the heart. (laughs) And that was something you made a choice to try? I made the choice to try. A crazy guy with a sword said, you want to get stabbed in the heart? And I said, never done that before. Dad. Yeah, I woke up four years later. I had lost a lot of time. You got, you got, you got stabbed into a coma? Yeah, a war had occurred around me, and I was assumed to be one of the victims of the war, but did, I was just out. Did you get kissed awake? I don't know if I got kissed. Man, I like to think so, though. What a pleasant thought. Yeah. Yeah, let's just say I got kissed awake. My goodness, maybe I should start trying more stuff. Yeah, Cordelia's back in the back in the action. She's here to sort of try everything life throws at her, at least once. Yeah. Yes. All yeah. right. Well, good luck, guys. Congratulations. Keep, you know, keep keep on chucking. <laughs> what? I don't keep on chucking. Chucking like throwing up? Yeah, I guess I try it once, you know, maybe if it's for you. <laughs> well, I have thrown up. <laughs> oh, well, did you like it? I did not. Well, don't keep doing it, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you are. Jeez, Jabosby. Where have you been? I was up in that tree. Oh, how was it? This is fine. I was very pleased with your efforts. Thank you. I cannot be trusted. I... I believe a dark force inside of me was responsible for Leafy Green's surprise turning into a bear. Mm. I appreciate you all taking care of it while I was at a safe distance. And Freddy looks at his shit-covered hand. Yeah, so is that working? The shit on your hand? Seems like it. I can't cast a damn thing with this. What? Here, uh, oogity boogity. Nothing. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, oh, I'm transforming into a, uh, a, a mushroom. I'm, I'm just Yeah, so I'm big. on fire. Oh, I'm on fire. Oh, and now I'm freezing. Uh, the chill, uh, uh, now I'm co- You're on fire and I'm cooked. Do, do it. You're on fire and I'm yeah. cool. okay. While Stir nails the perfect riff, uh, Alcatraz <laughs> turns and he just, he begins walking away into the woods. Uh, are we going to catch you for lunch, Dad? What? We catch you for lunch? Oh, no, this was goodbye. I said goodbye earlier and so I'm walking away now. Yeah, as traditionally follows a goodbye. Wait, but like full on goodbye? No, not sure when to see you again? Oh, I mean, yeah, that's just like generally how it goes. If you want to do it till we meet again, we can do one of those, though. This has been fun. Um, okay, yeah. No, it has been fun. That's, um, this is good stuff. I don't think I ever counted on it. Does somebody want to paint our portrait really fast? Uh, I mean, I, I don't want to, but no, I will. We I mean, <laughs> as you ask me, I will. We can, you can do it by memory, is what 
I don't know. I'll just, I just I'll I feel just like I want to like capture it. I'll you know? just do it now. I try not to get painted if I can help it. A little, it takes a little bit of you away. You know, I, I just want to be a memory. Stripper takes out his disguise kit um, and uh, grabs some of the paints in and pulls out uh, a, par- a parchment uh, that he has with him. Uh, the, the parchment is the back of a menu. He looks at uh, Al and Cordelia and just starts drawing. Okay, well, this is sort of like what you guys do in a nutshell, is just sort of like ignore my express wishes and like act like you know better than me. And it's sort of a stressful bad time, so I'm going to continue walking away. Cordelia, it's been really fun. Yeah. It was good to see you. A lot of it was bad, but ultimately I guess it was good because you... I guess you did save my life, so thanks. Of course, and um, same to you, and also sorry. No, I didn't save your life. Well, you gave me life. I did give you life. Oh, I saved you from not being born. Exactly. Anytime. Anytime. Not anytime. I doubt I could do it again. Probably just the 35 years ago time. 35 years ago. I'll see you in the next 35. That sounds good. Uh, bye. Yeah, stay tall, stay free. Can do. <laughs> oh, right on. All right. See you around. Hey, Al, do you mind if I accentuate some of your more distinctive facial features in a form of caricature? Hey, man, I'm just going to keep my side of the street clean, and however you choose to remember me is none of my business. It's been fantastic to meet you. <laughs> yeah, for you. And me. <laughs> I'm just being a jerk. Bella and Al be emerged from the woods. Oh, bye, Al. Oh, bye. All right, goodbye, everybody. Thanks for teaching me about spinulation. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, anytime, anytime. Well, not anytime, because you already know. True. So I won't do it again. Bye, we didn't speak much. Man, we didn't really hit it off. I dig your vibe, though. You're a weird little guy. Cordelia is watching Al walk away, sort of wistfully, uh, nodding kind of confidently, like, okay, okay. Uh, he looks back and you, you cat your horizontal pupils, you, you catch each other, he gives you a, he gives you a big peace sign. Well, let's go to hell. Hmm? Wanna go to hell? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, yes. I'll go to hell, baby. Fred, you want to go to hell? Yes, I want to go to hell. I want to kiss the devil right on the lips. Oh, you fucking, you are so fucking, you've always been amazing, but you are fun now in the way that I am appreciating. It's the skin. Albie walks over and she's got, like, her hair is completely full of leaves. And she walks over and she puts her arm around Cordelia and just, like, gives her a little pat. And Cordelia is sort of, like, freshly washed. So it feels nice. Bello also walks over to Cordelia, and uh, he looks at her, and out of his mouth comes Al's. All right, yeah. No. Oh, I, I thought I thought you'd like that. I thought that would be a comfort. Absolutely. Why would you do that? Oh, I thought it would be nice. Oh. Uh, what? No. Oh, sorry. Is it in his bones? No, it's not in his bones. Is it in his eyes? No, although he now has eyes. Is it in his tush? Hey, no, guys! Not- what? What? So, we're pretty close to the entrance of the teenage woods, aren't we? Should we start heading that way? All right. Why not? We've had our fun here. And Cordelia, before we go, this is for you. A uh, stir-fry hands Cordelia um, that caricature, both of them, that he had just been drawing not uh, two minutes before. Oh, thank you. But that's nice. Uh, I, I I totally misread that. We're on little scooters. Yes, I've made all your teeth quite grotesque, too. Yeah, you sure have. Yeah, it is fun. 
Thank you. She folds it up and puts it in um, her in the inner vest pocket. And we cut forward now. It's a, it's a few hours later. You guys have been traveling. You've been talking. Um, you've been catching each other up on uh, all of the information that you guys have learned on the way on your journey. We're getting, everyone's getting each other onto the same page. The sky is darker, and you guys have found a little bit of uh, shelter in uh, the inside of a large hollowed-out tree. It's not extremely spacious, but it certainly can fit, uh, probably fit five or six people in there comfortably. Um, you're just sort of, uh, you're hiding out from the rain there. It's it's really coming down outside. I spy something uh, collecting water on the ground. Puddle. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Hello. Uh, Bones, do you mind maybe holding that hand outside of the tree just for a smell break? Yeah, that's my, my, my to wash it dry. My wash it dry, yeah. yeah. We need to let it dry off. It'll still have anti-magic properties, but it won't stink so much. It won't have live bacteria. Mm-hmm. We have to, we have, they have to go course. Uh, more flies are still buzzing around uh, your hand, and one of the flies lands on your hand, and it, it consumes some of the white shit, and it transforms into a little beetle. It says, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. It's much better to be a beetle than a fly. Who, who, there is someone around here. <laughs> Turning people and beetles into flies. We should watch out. We could be trapped. I was a serial killer of beetles. Oh. The fly maker is just. Mm-hmm. By the way, I still am. <laughs> Another, there's a beetle on the wall and it walk. It, it like flies up to it and it slits its throat. Oh, I hope that was a bad beetle. It wasn't. Oh. <laughs> Get out of here. All right, all right. Shoot. Do Bonesby, you still have to like give us a warning if anything weird starts happening with that book, okay? Of course, and it will. Mm. Oh, it's a weird book. I'm so excited to drink in every page. Yeah, I don't understand. When I opened it, I just released a horrible demon, but it seems to like you. Yes, well, you never finished college. Okay. I'm on one and a half now. What? I've read more books than you. I know the delicate arts. I don't think it's just about reading more books than No, and Albie, I'm like constantly releasing demons, so please, I think it's, I think it's okay. I mean, we'll just figure it out. If it's a problem, we'll deal with it later. And as you discuss this book, that, uh, uh, Freddie's been sort of carrying it as a backpack, like strapped to his back, but it's now, it's out on the ground in front of all of you, uh, and as you discuss it, all of you can hear these whispers in your head, these See, I hear a version of that. I can tell you're all affected. I hear a version of that all the time. I heard it when I was man, when I was skeleton, and now when I am goblin. Branson, Bellow speaks infernal. Does it sound any differently to him? Um, it definitely, if you speak infernal, it's almost, it's like, um, it's like a, a Spanish speaker hearing Italian or something. It's like there's okay. definitely some, some, some similarities. Some nouns there. that are jumping out. Yeah. And so, for example, you would be able to hear such things as, like, <laughs> you know, like, but okay. still, it, it's yeah. as if, um, it's the same way that, like, uh, uh, Shakespeare is in modern English. It doesn't make it easy for right. a a first yeah, yeah, yeah. grader to understand. Yeah, it's low grade, but it's in all of your uh, all of your ears. Frederick, can I have you make a wisdom saving throw? Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. Uh, it just it continues. You just hear this low grade whisper in your ears, and Frederick, this does just sort of join the chorus of these voices that are always at a low level uh, that you're always hearing to some degree or another. Mm-hmm. Why do you think Virginia wanted us to have it? I still don't understand. She like she seemed to really want us to have it, and then it released a demon. Well, usually if you if you give someone a book, you want them to read it. 
Right, and what I'm saying is, it didn't work. Ah, but the book is big. Perhaps she only wished to impart a small piece of it. Well, I did see some, like, clips and stuff in the book. Clips? Clips? Like paper clips and... Like highlights? Yeah. All right, well, we can take a look at that. I don't want to touch it. You want to wait? I just don't think I should... Yeah, let's wait. At least until we're not in a very small space. Is there any way to make it quiet? I would love that. Well, I I feel like I am hearing some words that work and, like, you know, my family, like, I can speak Infernal. Maybe I should take a look at it. Oh, I can speak Infernal, too. Hey. Oh, cool. Yeah. Me, too. Uh... Maybe, maybe the three of us take a look and see if we can, like, triangulate. Oh, I love oh. this. It's just like when you all go talking to a bird. <laughs> it's like a study group. Cool. Cornelia reaches down and grabs the book. Yeah, and as you do, uh, the book, uh, it begins shaking and vibrating. And as soon as you touch the book, the book flies open and it begins flipping through all of its tea-stained pages before finally settling on an elaborately illustrated map labeled Hell. A compass rose sits in the top left corner of the page, every direction pointing north. The geography of hell is impossible. It's, uh, it's, it's got these, like, M.C. Escher dimensions. Uh, you catch a very quick glimpse of a small circle labeled Cheddar's Diner before the page opens up like a centerfold to reveal even more of hell. It unfolds again and again and again and again, spreading out more and more predatorially. Bits of page, uh, they begin, uh, they form these tentacles and they, they, they start moving moving towards all of you. Ah! Whoa. Whoa! Cordelia tries to close the book. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Uh, make a strength roll. Okay. Badass. 13. 13. You begin trying to uh, force the book shut, um, but the pages, it begins uh, unfolding, un- unfolding, and Mad Magazine has nothing on this fucking book as it uh, just begins unfolding more and uh, more and more, and the pages are trying to block your hand from doing it. The book is extremely strong, and it's trying to open up. The the pages themselves, they unfold like origami into different origami. Uh, they form these sort of demonic forms. A 12-digited hand begins reaching out towards you, Cordelia. Bella, Bella wants to push the book from the other side and help Cordelia close it. Oh, sure. Fantastic. Make another strength roll. That's a 10. A 10. You're trying. You guys are both working together to try to close the book. But the book is, with every uh, unfold of the page, the page is becoming impossibly large. It's taking up as much space now as you guys are. And it is just, it's blossoming in front of you like a, a cursed flower. Stripper moves to the opening in the tree and takes off his beak. He puts it out into catch water in the sky, just like he was catching honey in it before. And when that beak fills up, he throws the water onto the book pages. As soon as the water hits the book's pages, it begins sizzling and boiling away. The book is unharmed, but the water just completely uh, dissipates as soon as it hits the book. Now let me show you what I learned my senior year in college. Do it, do it! Quick! Frederick just reads the map. The, okay, the map is like, the dimensions of it are like impossibly like confusing and confounding. If you want to make an arcana roll. Yeah. yeah. He simply wishes to comprehend the information that is being presented to him mm-hmm. as, as sort of a, a compact between the reader and the writer. Fantastic. Uh, make an arcana roll. All right. Uh, 24. All right, Frederick, um, you look at the map and these, these new fleshy eyes, these like, goblin eyes, they begin darting back and forth and you're able to remember certain aspects of hell and certain places. And as you comprehend them, the pages begin folding back and back and back and back and back and they get smaller and smaller and smaller until they're just a normal sized uh, fold out of hell. This is an illustration that would be at the beginning of like a fantasy novel mm-hmm. uh, of hell. And, but what is now left in the book is just a small, small uh, corner of hell. And the, uh, the there's like a bleed on the pages that implies much, much more of hell, but you're able to uh, you're able to get the, the pages to fold back. And then he, he snaps the book shut. 
first lesson of book, book one to be read. Oh, oh God. Oh, thank you. What did you figure out from reading it? Do you know where we're supposed to go? Already the strange contours evaporate, like so much thing that evaporate. God, I miss being really smart sometimes. But I, 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 I get where you're coming from. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Like, Maybe. Like, like do. Sure. Like do. When we get there, I might remember a left or a right. Did you see the part that said uh, the other side diner? Yes. Do you remember where that was? Yeah, Frederick, can you make an arcana roll? Sure. Like 14. A 14, yes. As you think and you concentrate these line drawings from before, uh, they begin uh, circling around your head, and the other side diner, uh, an image of it begins to form in front of you, and it, it solidifies a little. And under it, it says page 342. Frederick runs his finger down the spine, approximately 342 slivers of page. And opens the book back up. Yes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ooh, hey, the book begins shaking and hissing, and all of you can, uh, inside of your head, you can hear the... You gotta get used to it if you all want to learn how to read. You open to a dog-eared page covered in notes from Virginia, uh, a line drawing of an emperor with a strange look in his eyes that, Cordelia, you would be able to recognize. And Frederick, actually, so would you. Uh, it, it sits uh, at the very top of the page right next to the title, Cheddar. The first cataloged wandering demon. All of this is written in Infernal, which you are able to, to comprehend. Frederick, you're able to read the following. This is written in Infernal. It is written in an archaic version of Infernal, an almost, uh, an almost a primordial before time uh, version of Infernal. But luckily, due to all of your years of study, you are able to comprehend and, and get the gist of what is written, which is for centuries. Parents all up and down the Piss Coast would warn their children not to tell lies or they would be greeted by Cheddar, who was said to be able to move whoever he wanted, wherever he wanted, in a single instance. This led to the schoolhouse jump rope rhyme, Cheddar, Cheddar, no one better. We hate our teacher, go and get her. Aside from scattered rumors of teachers suddenly finding themselves on the roofs of schoolhouses or suddenly locked in the cargo holds of ships setting sail from the Piss Harbor, Cheddar was thought to be nothing more than a lesser demon of minor mischiefs, evoked at slumber parties and forgotten by the time a child's first paycheck arrived. The Piss Harbor floods have made it difficult to backtrack any further information. However, an ancient cave painting made by Painto seems to depict a man <laughs> seems to depict a man with strange eyes matching the eyewitness descriptions that those who claim to have met Cheddar describe. For this reason, Cheddar is currently thought to be mortal's first contact with wandering demons. Demons born with no physical form who move from body to body before selecting a permanent vessel. The demonologist Hibiscus Heracles theorized that the millennia of potential Cheddar sightings could mean that Cheddar is either a lineage of demons or a single demon born with some sort of birth defect that left him unable to settle in any physical form. Quote, of the two options, I greatly prefer the first. I do not cherish the emotions stirred within when I consider the fate of a being, demonic or otherwise, unable to rest, to dream, end quote. Mm -hmm. So, uh, me. that's what you're able to read. Everyone else, you can see uh, cleanly written in, in, in basic common for anyone to read. Uh, you can read Virginia's Times New Roman handwriting. She's bullet pointed some information in the margins of the pages. You can read them. Traditional salt circle will suffice. 
another bullet point. No doubt due to his childhood, Joshi was able to withstand the demon's toxicity for significant amounts of time. Another bullet point. Cheddar seems uniquely reluctant to take life and chooses his words with such caution when discussing Cordelia that he borders on useless. And Frederick, he translates the old uh, infernal for the group. So she was using Joshi to catch Cheddar to see where you were, Cordelia. But Cheddar isn't a snitch. No, and he, apparently he was choosing his words really carefully. And apparently he can teleport us wherever we want to go, should we ask, is what it seems like. Yeah. I guess that makes sense because he's got, you know, these like these coins like bring people to his diner, right? So I guess it makes sense that... That's in some way related to his power, but he's never brought me anywhere. He's never brought anybody anywhere. Well, you haven't, have you ever asked? Uh, no, I don't think so. Stirfry rummages in his backpack and pulls out some salt. He sprinkles the salt into a circle in the middle of the entire group. He then twitches his neck, calling a rat that scurries into the very middle of that circle. Stirfry looks at Cordelia. What do we need to know? I think we all just deserve a chance to talk to him. Uh, they say a traditional salt circle can call him there, so maybe that's the way we can all hear him for once and actually communicate. And, and, and it seems like we've all had him in our bodies before. We don't want to deal with that again, yes? Yeah, I don't think he will go into yours again anyway. I will call him. <clears throat> she looks down at the little rat. The rat nods at you smartly. He's ready to do whatever he's called upon to do. She nods back. Cheddar. And time does not freeze. Time uh, completely, it continues moving at the same flow that it always has as the rat begins shaking and shaking and vibrating. Its head spins around. It makes one full rotation around its head. And when it looks back at you, uh, Cordelia, it's looking at you with Cheddar's eyes and says, Holy shit, what are you doing for? Whoa! You did a fucking salt circle? What? I, yes. Oh my God. What the, holy shit. Oh, 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 hello everyone. <laughs> hey. Hey, Cheddar, I'm Bello. Hi, okay, hello, Bello. Hi, I'm Elby. Hello. This is so weird. It's like when social circles meet. Yes, it can be awkward sometimes, yes. Um, everyone, this is my boss. This is Cheddar. Cheddar, this is everyone that's important to me. What except the fuck my is this? Oh, you call me a fucking salt circle? What do you fucking think I am? You think I'm your fucking servant? Don't you have this fucking doesn't feel good? Oh, no, it is. Oh. Sorry. you fucking sorry to me for I'm talking to my fucking employee right now. What the fuck was this about? What, are you fucking working with the witch hunters now? Are you a fucking snitch? Or is this, was this a setup? Are you fucking, I got, you know what I did, you don't have any fucking idea what I fucking did for you, Cordelia. I put my neck on the fucking line for you, and you do this shit to me? Fuck you. Oh, hey, hey. Fuck you, too. Don't you dare fucking try to talk down to me like that. I've seen so many little fucking punks like you throughout the Thousands of fucking years I live! Don't you dare condescend to me, you piece of shit! <laughs> Fuck you! I've been inside of you so many goddamn times, I know more perversions about you than you fucking know! Look at this! You see this fucking hole in the ground? You're turned on by it, you don't even fucking know it! I know all your fucking weird little fetishes, toilet boy! What are you talking to- Yeah, toilet stuff, you're into toilet stuff! Oh, look at that, mommy never hugged me! Fuck you! Oh, Fuck right. you! Fuck you too, don't you dare try to comfort him! Fuck you, too! You got a fucking salt circle on me! I didn't know you don't trust me! What the fuck? I've done everything for you, Cordelia, and you do this shit to me? This was so you could meet my friends! Oh, look, I met your friends! I met your fucking friends! Good job! You bring a fucking salt circle on me! I didn't know it was such an insult! Why didn't you ever tell me you're an emperor? What? I'm not an emperor! I don't want to talk about the emperor thing! 
You fuck, you call me here in a salt circle? You talk about the lowest point in my life? You work with the witch hunters and then you don't tell me you didn't? I said, did you work with the witch hunters? You didn't say no. What? We what? don't. We, we don't. Killed her and took a book. Oh, great. You killed her, took a book. Great job. Oh, by the way, did you get any cooler? I remember you. Yeah, look, I got, got green skin now and eyeballs. He looks you up and down. All right, not bad. Thank you. I'm sorry. You are? I am. All right, then fucking break the circle. I can't get out of this. I'm going to kill this rat. This rat, by the way, is begging me right now to let me go, and, and I can't do it. She kicks the salt circle. Oh, the rat falls over dead. So that's him. Oh, I don't like your boss. If you want to keep this going, you me. What? Yeah. It's, it's, it's fine. Are you sure? Yeah. He really liked it when you were a horse. <laughs> fine, fine. Okay, if it'll if it'll if it'll mend fences, if it'll yeah. if it'll save you a headache. Thank you. Bellow wild shaped into a horse. Cheddar. Time freezes as Bellow's eyes change from Bellow's eyes into Cheddar's eyes, and he looks. He goes, oh, Paul, look at that floppy dick. Hey, feels good. There you go. What was that shit about? What was that emotional management shit about? What are you fucking emotional management? I'm not allowed to fucking outpost. Yeah, you're not. I'm, I'm your not allowed to have it. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, look at that. This fucking that's the worst thing you could do to a demon. I didn't know that. Oh well, now you know. Okay, now I won't do it again. Jesus, I don't like your friends very much. Why? Because you shouted at them and didn't hear a word they said? I heard a few words they said. I've been inside them. I got plenty. Did you have a bad day at the diner? No, this is fucking, it's not, not the fucking diner. It's not the fucking diner, Cordelia. A salt we had a circle? relationship and you, you pull a salt circle on me? I didn't know. How many times do I have to say that? I never fucking jumped into you. I never jumped into you. I could have jumped into you so many fucking times. I could have made you do your job better, but I never did it. He points a hoof at you. <laughs> <laughs> I never fucking did it. Careful. That's a that's a relationship and you violated it. I didn't know it was a violation. I thought what you were- What did you think? I would love to know, actually, Cordelia. You say I don't listen. I would love to know what you thought summoning someone into a salt circle that they could not break while they were trapped inside of a little creature that was begging to stay alive with everything that it had as I had to experience all of the stress of dying again, which I promised myself I would never do. By the way, that's what the Emperor thing was about. First of all, you know me, and you know I don't think that far ahead. Uh, so true. I did yeah, just kind true. of jump in face first and think, oh, cool, my friend had an idea, and then he gets to meet my other friend, and then maybe we can all hang out. So I'm sorry. We can't all hang out, Cordelia. Apparently I am not. a demon from hell. I cannot hang out with your friends. I can't talk about the little crushes and stuff. We have a relationship, and yeah. I thought it was good. I think it's good. Well, then, great. So what did you fucking want to talk to me about? Um... Well, I guess I shouldn't bring it up anymore because no, it's not. No, I got it. No, don't fucking look, you call me into a salt circle. It's not so important now. There's a page on you in this book. I'm well aware of the page. Okay. Can you tell me about the rest of the book, please? What about the rest of the book? It's a book that a fucking guy, he did his homework on demons. He put it all down. There's a bunch of information on demons in there. What do you fucking want? Well, I want to know. You want to learn more about demons? I want to know about the unpleasantness. The, oh, shit. This shit. Yes. I gotta, I, I'm hurting your friend right now. He said it was okay, he's really strong. He said nobody's that strong. But he also heals. He doesn't, nobody heals like the, Cordelia, it, when I'm in somebody, I'm, yeah. I'm toxic. I can't stay very long in people. I'm jumping from, you read the page. I've seen the page, you know, I gotta jump from poison to poison to poison. I can't sleep. Okay. I can't fuck. I can't do anything. What a list. 
You take them for granted, you know? I, yeah. People who can sleep and fuck don't realize how nice it is to sleep and fuck, I'm told. I genuinely do know how nice it is. It, both are awesome. Well, then go. Then I'm glad this was all for something. If people who can sleep and fuck can enjoy it. <laughs> Just tell me about the unpleasantness. This is fucking, this is okay. There's a leak in hell. He got on my stuff. I didn't realize. Can I help? What's going There's on? There's nothing you can fucking do to help, Cordelia. Just put the coins on the fucking eyes. I've been so clear about it. I've done it sometimes. I know. You've been cavalier in your duties, and I've still promoted you. And then you... A fucking salt circle. A salt circle, Cordelia. I know I, you didn't know. I didn't. A salt circle. Oh my God. See you later. And uh, he disappears from Bello. <gasps> Bellow throws up and it's all honey. <laughs> so how'd it go? Yeah, you didn't love that. Um, but it was a good idea, Stir Fry. I'm glad you got to meet him. That he was apparently that's like a really big insult. He did confirm there's a leak in hell. So whatever the unpleasantness is, it's it's his fault, but he wasn't gonna give me any more information than that. Mm. Do we know if salt circles work on all demons? We don't. Did you ask if he could take us to Polaris? We should have made a list of questions! Of course you were going to have all the questions! <sighs> well, we didn't know him. Do you want to make a list of questions? No! No. I actually think we might want to make a list of questions. It seems worth it. Maybe we make a list of questions over the next few days and then I call him when you're like very well fed and be horsed again. Good point. And Bello, Bello comes out of his wild shape back to his normal form. <laughs> you put a horse like that. <laughs> Great. Grew up as a horse. <laughs> Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. It's several hours later now, but still, it rains. <laughs> still it rains. Down, down come the drops of water from the sky. That's what rain is. He's not even reading anymore. <laughs> um, you could ask him maybe, like, if he knows any of my, like, ancestors? Okay, wait, slow down. Any of... What's your full name? Bello. Bellotheon. Bellotheon. Grammy. Uh-huh. Okay, Gram. I feel like he knows me, like he would you could just say Bello. Close family. Okay. Yep. I mean I think that's a very I love that question. I do wonder if we should focus on questions about our journey through hell. I Oh yeah. I'm really curious. I, this might be cheating, but I kind of want to know if Cheddar has any idea what we might have to sacrifice. Oh, on that subject, what? too? Yeah. On that subject, it would be great to ask, like, um, exits, how? 
Okay, how do we? Oh yeah. Like if we want to leave, like at like when we're like when we're like mission accomplished. Okay. Yeah, I want to like come back, babe. I think you can go ahead and ask the question like like the full like a full sentence. It doesn't have to be exit how, because that might be confusing. Can we return to this mortal plane? Can we do this? Do we want to ask about alternatives, this or others, or just this one? Like, uh, what can we do with our bot? Do we I'm just open. Dash our bot? I'm open. I, I, yeah, I'm open to, I guess I'm open to other planes of existence as long as we're together. And how to preserve bodies. How to avoid brothers and father in hell. Oh, oh. I hope my brother's not in hell. Ooh, are we going to have to pay that debt? Back to your dad? Somehow, probably. Okay, okay, okay. We should have got more rope. Um, and as you write, you hear a rustling and a splash. You hear hooves walking through the wet mud. Remember, it's raining outside. There's mud everywhere. You hear hooves moving through the mud. And you hear a rustle of plate armor. As you hear a voice call out, Inside of the tree! Show yourselves! Who's there? Yes, of course. My name is Judge M.H. Buzz. No doubt you've heard of me. From whom? Ah, sounds that you haven't heard of me. My name is Judge M.H. Buzz. The M.H. is for Missionary Heaven Wife. (laughs) Oh! I am the judge of these woods. Come out now so that I may judge you. Yeah. Uh, What? Sorry, what are we accused of? No accusations. I simply must judge you. All right, Bella comes out. If you have nothing... Ah, out you come, yes. <laughs> yes, hello. Yeah, uh, hi. 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 I'm Bello. And I am Judge M.H. Buzz. Yes. Here to judge you all. I speak for the James Woods. I'm here to keep the James Woods regal. Oh. And honorable. Well. You see before you, seated atop a white horse, a man in impeccably clean plate armor. His jaw is as broad as my shoulders are not. His teeth are as white as the black sky is not. And his eyes are as looking at you as water is wet. The water from the rain coming down from the sky above. His hair is parted perfectly in the middle and uh, he is completely clean shaven. He looks at you with with hatred in his eyes. Hi. You there, speaker to me. Yes. Step forward. Okay. What is your name? Albira Dawn. What is the worst thing you have ever done? Ooh. Uh-oh. Uh... If you are truly virtuous, it should not be difficult. Watch your words, Judge. You speak to the riddle guy. The riddle guy? Yes. I'm not familiar with any riddle guy. Honestly, mm-hmm. thank goodness. Um, the worst thing I've ever done, probably killing. Killing? A killer? A killer! A killer stands before me! Well, then, in that case... And at that, he removes his metal glove and he puts his hand out towards you. Why did I and tell he, you? I judge you now as killer and I transform you into a buzzing fly. Shit! <gasps> and he shoots magic out of his fingertip towards you, Albie. Albie, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, God. Seventeen. Seventeen? You feel as hair begins to grow out of your... Stray, uh, thick, coarse hairs begin to grow out of your face and your shoulder. Um, uh, Extra eyes begin appearing around uh, your head. Uh, You do not transform completely into a fly, but uh, thin wings begin to grow out of your shoulder blades. You're something half fawn, half fly. Oh, no, I don't like this. Judge, 
Judge, I must, I must protest. Context matters. Context does not matter, no. Only content. She killed in self-defense. It is irrelevant. A truly just and noble person would simply die. It is the nature of things. He, he pulls the, a glove off of his other hand and he points it forward at Albie and he shoots magic out of his fingertips at her and says, once again, I transform you into a fly. Make another constitution saving throw. 17. 17. Ha ha ha. Yes, yes. Transform. Shrink. Shrink. Shrink now. And Albie, yeah. the world becomes bigger and bigger and bigger around you as you transform into a fly. Everyone else, you see as <gasps> Albie transforms into a fly in front of you, uh, and she begins buzzing and buzzing and buzzing around. He says, yes, now, yes, yes. Who's next? Who's next? Uh, me. And Bella's going <laughs> to leap at this guy. Ah, whoa, 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 scoundrel. I mean, Bella's going to try and knock him off the horse. Wait, ah, whoa, whoa, Make an attack roll. I got a critical fail. Critical fail? Yeah. Uh, you go to leap forward, but you slip in the mud. Remember, <laughs> Bella, you might have forgotten, but it is raining. Uh, yeah. You slip in the mud, and you're going to fall forward. You're going to eat shit. <laughs> mud gets all over your face. <laughs> you terrible thing. You would jump at me. You would jump at me, Judge M.H. Buzz. The M.H. stands for Missionary Heaven Wife. I see now that you are a tiefling, an evil thing. Fuck off. <gasps> and you would swear at me? Haha, <laughs> well, my judgments are done. I judge you a fly. You don't need to, and Bello is going to wild shape into a fly. Uh, if any, anyone watching, I did that. You! <laughs> he points to Stir Fry. <laughs> Step forward so that I may judge you. Stir Fry steps forward. Or so you think. As he makes that step, he then tumbles low, trying to, uh, trying to roll towards his feet to cut him in the foot. Okay, so make an acrobatics roll. Okay. Holy God. 17. Okay, you're going to go for his ankle? Yeah, yeah, make an attack roll on him. Okay. That's 24. Sir Fry tumbles through the mud, expertly changing his body weight to account for the mud before him that has been wetted by, uh, what was it? Wetted by? What? Rain. What was the mud wetted by? Oh, it was so rain? It's been rain. It's actually been raining. Rain has been coming down from the sky. Thank you, Branson. Yeah. He adjusts for the mud made wet by the rain, and, and he tumbles towards his foot that is uh, on top of the horse. He then takes out the knife once he gets there and searches for a split second to find a spot in between those metal plates to slice him in the ankle. Ah, yes! Oh, no! I mean, no! You've gotten me right in the ankle! You've slashed the tendon above the ankle! It has no name in this world, and yet it still it will stop that foot from working! Terrible thing! Terrible thing! I judge you a fly! And he's going to uh, shoot fly magic at you, Stir Fry. Make a constitution saving throw. Okay. He's moaning in agony. Oh, no! If only there was a name for the tendon above the ankle! Ten. <laughs> Stir fry all at once. You just you shrink down, and the world becomes big around you. And uh, you see many, 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 many images as your eyes become compact, and your beak shrinks down into a tiny little proboscis, and your arms become arms, and wings <laughs> grow out of the back of your shoulder blades. You're a tiny, tiny little fly. You're flying, stir fry, but at what cost? <laughs> and then there were four. I count my horse as a living thing. Uh, at that, Cordelia looks down at the horse and says, in horse, if you buck your rider off, I'll give you little treats. The horse looks at you, and in common, it says, this terrible thing is trying to communicate with me, master. It's trying to trick me. It's offering me treats. Delicious treats, tempting treats, but no, no, I will be true. Turn this horrible creature into a fly, won't you, daddy? <laughs> 
<laughs> the judge pats the horse. Cordelia took a big step back at that. The judge pats the horse's head and says, yes, yes, my son born a horse. We don't know why. Yes, of course. <laughs> of course I will turn you into. I will turn this terrible creature into a fly. And he puts his fingers out at you and shoots fly magic at you. Make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, There's simply no way of knowing how missionary heaven wife's son was born a horse. Uh, okay, 16. 16. Yeah. Uh, Cordelia, you are shrinking down into a fly, You are, but it's taking a second. You are, you're big and it's going slow. It's a very slow process as you turn into a fly. And it's, oh, it's it's awful. You feel just the, this fly bile move up through your, your esophagus. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> terrible half-creature. I turned you again into a fly! And he shoots more magic at you. Make another constitution saving throw. Fourteen. Fourteen. Doesn't work, Cordelia. You're shrunken down. Smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and fly. Cast his gaze now to Bonesby. While he's been doing this, Frederick's nervous about the rain, and he's tucked his pig shit covered hand under his wizard's cloak trying to keep it from washing off he knows he has the cure for everyone he tries to hide he tries to hide behind a tree he hopes he isn't noticed while everyone else is being turned into flies he looks around and says yes 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 the number of fl- well i can't see the flies anymore they are they've disappeared into the rain but I, I know there was another where is he where is he now make a stealth roll i rolled a natural one I'm rolling bad tonight, everyone. The bones be you hide behind a tree, and as soon as you do, lightning strikes the tree and just splits it into two. It falls, boom, boom, one on either side, revealing you. He turns and looks at you and says, "There you are. Why would you hide from me? Uh, surely, surely, you were you were kidnapped by these terrible people. I believe that you could be innocent, ugly though you are. Thank you, Sarah. Yay." They did kidnap with me. Step forward. Tell me now the most wicked thing that you've ever done. I coveted mommy's best bread. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Mommy needs that bread to eat. <laughs> I did Only not... the best bread will do for mommy. I know. I did not steal it, Sarah. I merely coveted. Yes, well, coveting is one thing and stealing is another. There may be hope for you yet. Make a deception roll. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, that was pretty good. Freddy does have a negative three charisma modifier, but that's still a 16. A 16? He looks you up and down. He says, look at you. Your skin and bones. I see now that you did not eat mommy's best bread. You left it for mommy. I left it for mommy. There may be hope for you yet. I will not transform you into a fly. Instead, I will let you go with a warning. But be warned. If ever I hear that a single bite was taken from Mommy's best bread, and if the bite marks do not match Mommy's, I will find you, and I will transform you into a fly. Yes, I believe that would be just. Thank you. You are very welcome. I hope that your soul has changed for the better. I think it has. Well, bye. Yes, I suppose I will go now. There may be more sinners yet in these James Woods. I hope not. Yes, that makes two of us. Three of us, really. <laughs> Son, turn now. <laughs> yes, yes, turn, yes. <laughs> the horse begins turning and he begins he begins trotting away. 
Frederick runs back under the cover of the big hollow log. Great, yeah, you get in there. Everyone else, you are tiny little flies. You are flying around, and there are raindrops. There are enormous raindrops. They are, it's coming down. I don't know if you guys caught this, but it's raining. And huge drops of water that are the size of you are coming down around you. I need all of you to make dexterity saving throws. 16. 16? Natural 20. Nice. 15. 15. 8. Okay. You could be a person at any time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Stir fry, you dodge. (laughs) (laughs) This is how he dies. Stir fry, you dodge around a drop of water. You dodge around another. You dodge a third drop of water. You're doing okay. You are are able to navigate the raindrops. Albie, you are able to navigate the raindrops. Cordelia, you are navigating the raindrops so well. You are able to ride one of the raindrops down to the ground like (laughs) Slim Pickens. You are riding the raindrop down. You are able to hop from to raindrop. You can see the, the zeros and ones around you of all of the rain. You know exactly where to go and how to get there. Bello, I have bad news. <gasps> a raindrop strikes you. Oh. Your wings become heavy, unable to buzz. You're pulled down, 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 down to the ground. You're falling what feels like hundreds and hundreds of feet. Bello, I believe this is the end. And Bello sees it too. He sees the end coming fast at him. And then in a moment, he thinks, wait a minute. <laughs> wild shape back to a man and you turn into a man and you smash you hit the ground and your mud goes everywhere your face is covered in mud your pecs are covered in mud the rest of you is covered in mud as you smash into the ground but you only take 1d4 damage one you take one damage it doesn't feel great but you're fine Everyone else, you've never been a fly before. The instincts of the fly take over you. The world is big. It is disorienting. You are seeing many, many uh, low-res images all at once, and it is very, very difficult for you to to manage and to navigate. Cordelia, you're able to move around the water very easily. Hmm. Suddenly, you are in a much, much bigger and much, much more dangerous world. And Cordelia, you, because of your, your nat 20, you are able to see moving in between raindrops, not felled by the raindrops, heading directly towards you, an enormous dragonfly. Oh no! Bello has a little tinderbox and he's gonna open it up and try and catch his friends. Okay, fantastic. So everyone else, Stir Fry, Cordelia, and Albie. Cordelia, you see a dragonfly coming towards you mm-hmm. and in your periphery, you see an enormous soaking wet, caked in mud, terrible demonic kaiju just like moving towards you slowly, very, very slowly trying to take swipes at you and to, to trap you and to capture you. You are, uh, I need all of you to make wisdom saving throws. Nat 20. Nice. Ooh, that's a 22. Okay. What was it, Nat? It wasn't, it wasn't Nat. Okay, because you'd be using bad dice, dude. Okay, okay, so we got a 22, we got a nat 20. Nine. Nine? Okay, so, Albie, you just, uh, you would recognize your boyfriend anywhere. It is just, the the vibes are there, and you recognize as your enormous, big boyfriend. Your (laughs) skyscraper-sized boyfriend is heading towards you, and and you you recognize him, that that's Bello. Stir Fry, even more powerfully than Albie, you recognize this guy that you've sort of low-key had a crush on for. <laughs> like months at this point moving towards you. And you guys recognize this as Bello. Cordelia, this is a monster. There is a dragonfly heading towards you and there is a monster behind you moving slowly trying to capture you. I will take my chances with the dragonfly. Great, so you're going to head towards the dragonfly? Yes. Stirfry and Albie, you are, it is difficult, but you are able to comprehend that Bello is heading towards you trying to catch you in something. You, you don't quite recognize what he has in his hand other than an enormous chasm. Okay. Yay! Come get me, big boy! 
Bello, I need you to make a um a dexterity roll. Okay. 19. 19. All right, this is difficult. There are three flies buzzing all around you. One of them is extremely difficult to catch and flies away from you very, very quickly. But the oh. two, they seem to slow down and they get closer to you. Uh, they These flies seem to have, have given up or perhaps quite the opposite. Perhaps there's hope in these flies. Albie does a little fly Christ pose and falls backwards into the tinderbox. Stir fry. <laughs> 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 Stirfry poses like a jackknife diver. Oh, and Albie's gone into her barbarian rage. And uh, both of the flies, they simply stop buzzing and they land in the tinderbox with a ping ping. But the other fly is gone. <laughs> it has completely disappeared. Surely Cordelia interpreted me as a monster. Uh, Cordelia, there is a dragonfly heading directly towards you. It is going significantly faster than you. It opens its mouth. Dragonfly, she says in dragonfly. Yeah, sure. The dragonfly uh, calls out to you and says, Pray, yes, this is the natural order of things. I am a rider of dragonflies. What? What? Why? And it opens its mouth and continues flying towards you. Shut up. <laughs> I'm a legendary rider of dragonflies, of the dragonfly riders of old. Make a deception roll with disadvantage. <laughs> 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 Fucking James Woods. I don't know. Oh, uh, oh, actually, yeah, that's a good point. Just make a normal deception. Oh, great. Okay, good. 17. 17? Mm-hmm. Uh, at the last second, the dragonfly turns and says, <laughs> Surely the, the myths cannot be true. I thought they were fables that little larva dragonfly were told if we have a larva state. I bet we do. I know. The legends are true. Make another dexterity saving throw. It's still raining. Yeah, oh, shit. 11. 11, it's not going to cut it. As you are trying to bluff, you are distracted. Think about it. Cordelia, suddenly you're a fly. You're seeing all of these different things. There is this enormous creature that is coming to try to kill you, as far as you can tell. There is a dragonfly that you just lied to. You didn't think it was going to work, and it did work. You are completely confused. And at that moment, an enormous drop of water. This is the same size as you. It hits you, and your wings are unable to buzz. No. You're carried down by the water. Down, 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 down. Well, you hear the dragonfly call out to you. It's distant. You can just, you can barely hear it through the water as it's a, no, no, the rider, the rider of myth. No, no, I'll be killed if this gets out. With the last bit of breath that was still in her tiny fly lungs, she says, dragonfly to me. You call to the dragonfly. The dragonfly, it nods and it begins flying towards you, towards you, towards you. It goes under you. It, these things are able to move extremely quickly and you land on the dragonfly. <laughs> the dragonfly is big enough, the water splashes off of it harm. Well, not harmlessly. For you, it's the equivalent of a, it's like turbulence on a flight. You just, you drop 20 feet all of a sudden. It's, it's sickening. But then the, the dragonfly is able to recover and it begins flying and flying and buzzing around. Is there any sunlight? Not a bit. Not a bit. So there's no like rainbow sparkles that are flying off of this situation? Oh, a little bit. Okay. Oh, oh, look at that. The clouds part. And a little <gasps> rainbow sparkles begin. Oh my God. It's catching in the wings. It wasn't going to happen, but then you wanted it so much. It, it, you, you sort of pitched a cool image, and so it worked. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah wow. uh, unfortunately, there's really nobody but you to see it or perceive it. Because what any if we zoom out very quickly, all anyone else could see is a dragonfly just. <laughs> flying okay. around in a circle. For you, it's a it's a magic moment worthy of, of, of being a painting. For anyone else, it's just a dragonfly. Okay, in the drop of rain, 
that was about to drown Cordelia, there was a, a blade of grass that was upon the wind, and she'd grabbed it, and she loops it around the dragonflies into the mouth as if it were a bit, mm-hmm. and begins to ride the dragonfly like a horse. Yeah! Can you make an animal handling roll? Okay, 11. 11? You do fine. <laughs> it's as if you've ridden dragonflies once or twice before when you were younger, and it's not quite like riding a bicycle. You can tell the dragonfly is a little insulted to have this blade of grass in its mouth, and yet, still, when you turn, it turns. It's a bumpy ride, but it'll have to do. Okay. It's a monster! No, no, surely not. No, this is suicide! This is the stuff of legends! Yes, yes, yes! Legends, may we, <gasps> may we live on forever in the tiny brains of the, of the dragonflies. Yeah, and she like hachas the reins. Yeah, you, you fly towards Bellow. You hacha the you Jimmy Durante the reins as you as you <laughs> you begin flying towards Bellow. Bellow, uh, it looks to you from what you're able to perceive. Uh-huh. Um, one of the flies that was escaping, it looks like it was po- possibly eaten by a dragonfly who is now flying towards you. It's moving quickly, and the details are very very difficult to make out. It's dark. It's raining. There's a dragonfly flying towards you. Bello is ready to swat this dragonfly, but then a little bit of sunlight parts. Um. And he catches, just out of the corner of his mud-caked eye, that there seems to be a little fly on top of the dragonfly. Can you make a perception roll for me? Nine? Nine? Yeah. All right, so, Bello, you see a dragonfly flying towards you. There's something on its back. It's as if there's, there's like a, a horse fly. There's a big fly on there, but there's just a, a dragonfly flying towards you. This is a terrible thing. It's a pest of a creature. Uh, Bellow uh, moves to the left. Cordelia, what you see, as you guys are flying towards Bellow faster and faster, very, very slowly, this, this mountain of a creature before you, it just moves to the left and you buzz right past it. And where's Debonesby in relation to this? You are unable to see Debonesby from where you... He's so nope. far away from you right okay. now that you're not able to perceive him in any way, shape, or form. Okay, then, much like a knight jousting, once they've passed the monster, Cordelia turns hard on the reins and tries to get the dragonfly to fly back. She's trying to, like, fly into his eye or something. Yeah, the dragonfly, it, it lurches around, and you hear... Uh, it's got the blade of grass in its mouth, and you, you hear as it's a... Your courage is the thing of legend! Begins flying back towards Bello. Bello, back in normal view. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing, it's a fucking dragonfly. It won't leave you the fuck alone. This thing's flying at your fucking face. Okay, Bello's gonna swat it. All right, make an attack roll on the dragonfly. <laughs> What's the AC on the, uh... It's a 10. A 10? That beats the one of a dragonfly. <laughs> which is flying directly towards you. Uh, You go out to swat the dragonfly. Cordelia, um, the dragonfly, it is hit by Bello. You see it, you are able to perceive it, but the dragonfly is so focused on Bello. This enormous, it's caked in wet mud, but underneath there's blue skin. It hits the dragonfly, and you're sent spiraling off into the sky. They will tell your story. Yes, yes, no, I do it, no, I do it, no, I do it. The dragonfly is hit out from under you, and it hits a tree, and it explodes. (laughs) Okay, Cordelia, did she recognize the blue? Yes, yes. So uh, as this enormous thing moves past you, you do catch a little glimpse of blue just glistening in the the wet rain. And does she she recognize that it's Bellow Blue? Make a wisdom roll with advantage. Okay, seven and 
12. You recognize the shade. Something deep in, uh, actually a fly's brain doesn't go very deep, so something uh, very shallow in your brain, uh, it clicks and you recognize that shade of blue. There's something familiar about it. Fellow. You got it. You know that it's fellow. <laughs> uh, you've been thrown from the dragonfly. Your, your wings just begin buzzing naturally. Instinct takes over. Instinct uh, is so heavy for these. Th- these things are creatures mostly of instinct. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if you're not focusing. A f- the fly just will fly. You know, the wings just are buzzing. And you recognize this thing now. You were getting a bit of horn here, a bit of hair here, a bit of eye there, a bit of peck here. And they all begin to come together. And you are able to detect the form in front of you. It's, it's bellow. Can she cast magic? You are a fly. You can cast <laughs> magic, but it will be little itty bitty. Oh, so cute, though. Uh, well, she's going to cast Burning Hands. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, so you cast Burning Hands, and the ends, the the little, the tips of your fly hand, little tiny, tiny, little, tiny little sparks of flame appear on the uh, on the end of your hands, and it's just a little, 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 little bit. Bellow. And you're you're Me. flying flying towards Bellow, getting closer and closer. Bellow, this, there's a fly, fly buzzing around you. There's a big fly. It's a horse fly. It's getting closer, closer and closer and closer. Is it is it on fire? It's it's tough to tell. Oh, that's Cordelia. <laughs> you piece it together expertly, and you're able to tell that Cordelia is flying towards you. What are you gonna do, Bellow? Bellow turns to the fly and looks at it and says. Hi, Cordelia. Cordelia, there's a deafening roar in a language that you could never hope to understand. It just... The the sound waves, they almost knock you backwards. She has little hands. Yeah. She waves. Bella, you see a little, tiny, tiny little trail of flame. (laughs) Bella's going to lift the tinderbox up so it's just underneath the fly. Great. Okay, you got the tinderbox under the fly. Cordelia, what are you going to do? There's this enormous cave open in front of you. And Stirfry and Albie are in it. Uh, oh, good. Cordelia belly flops in. All right, you belly flop. All of you have perfect, somewhere, a tiny little, the, the Russian judge fly gives you a 10 as you, you belly flop into the tinderbox. The flies high flop. Bella, you've got all of the flies in the tinderbox. Fred, I've got them. Oh, excellent, wonderful. Bring them to me so they may taste of the final anti-magical shit of spilled milk on my fingies. Bello does. Bello heads back into the tree. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're in the tree. You open the tinderbox. It's gone completely dark. He's, he's closed the tinderbox. Uh, he opens it back up. The most beautiful smell you've ever smelled in your life. It's like sitting down to, to a, a five-star restaurant. Have you ever had a fucking meal where you're like, it can be like that? It can be like that. I have been eating like a pauper my whole life. I could eat like, I can't afford it, but I could eat like this. That is the smell that greets you as the tinderbox opens. Oh, my God. Come, come suckle the doo-doo of dead piggy. Johnson Cross. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Stir fry the smell. It it forms a hand and it it, it beckons to you. Its index finger calling to you, calling to you. All of you are led by the nose forward. Even if your wings weren't buzzing, you still would just float forward towards the smell. This beautiful, beautiful smell. This beautiful white substance. What is it? What is it? What are you going to do? Yes, friends, open your mouths, eat the shit. Yes, my friends and business partners, eat the shit. 
And as you do, as you do, the world becomes smaller and smaller and smaller ar- around you. But the shit stays the same size around uh, the edges of your mouth. Uh, as you get bigger and bigger and bigger and you all, you fall out onto the ground and you, you're returned. You are yourselves again. But you got shit all over your mouths. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cheddar was right. I fucking love this shit. It gets me off. <laughs> God. Okay. Wow. Is that what they're usually like? That was, boy, they would. That is a rude tale, and, the, and magic did occur. Wow, you did you listen to this? You listen to this? You are a pervert. Wow, I know, not the judge. Not, I'm a freak in a graveyard, chained to a book. Anyway, that was Ali Fisher as Cordelia. Carly Minardo as Albie. Christopher Hastings as Frederick de Bonesby. Joe Lepore as Bello. Tim Platt as stir-fry, and Branson Reese says everything and everyone else. He sounds like he's got a huge dick. Rude Tales of Magic is produced and designed by Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse and by Bucket of Milk with additional sound design from Michael Gelfie. And hey, Tyler Button and Sydney and Benjamin Paul, if you see them on the street, thank them in a massive way because without them this wouldn't be possible all right we'll catch you next time that you wander into a graveyard Uh, okay a better sign off is to come i'll see you in two weeks though i love you we fade to the james woods the rain that rain that never seemed to stop well it did we zoom in on the corpse of a fallen friend that dragonfly the blade of grass still clutched in its mouth Another dragonfly, a more scholarly type, lands close to it. It looks down. Hold on, Joe. Does this dragonfly have, like, a big beard? <laughs> Another dragonfly, in spectacles with a long beard, <laughs> circles down towards it and lands. Algernon, no. I'm so sorry, brother. He looks down and he really notices that blade of grass. And then he pulls from a pack wrapped around his dragonfly back a little rolled-up flower petal dried with age he unfurls it and upon it are little etchings of dragonflies ridden by horseflies he says yes it's all true all of it we will rise again a bullfrog eats him That was a HeadGum Podcast.